Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, bless your name, God. Hallelujah. 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 Honor the Lord where you are. Just lift up your hands and begin to exalt him. And even from behind your mask, open up your mouth and just begin to thank him. Thank him for the return to in-person worship and for the gathering of the saints and for the anointing of the living God. Thank you that, that you made it through. You don't even know why God sustains you during this season. You don't know why God kept you, but the Lord kept his hand on you and blessed you to come back one more time. You, you lost loved ones and friends, and you look around, and some can't even be here that would want to be here, but, but you're here today. You're, you're watching me right now. You're able to worship the Lord, and you ought to just tell him thank you that he brought you through. As the numbers kept going up, you were wondering if your name would be in the bunch, if you'd be in the number. But for some reason, God decided to hold on to you for a little while longer on this side. And now we're back in the sanctuary, back able to praise him. You ought to give him glory and give him honor and give him praise. You ought to tell him thank you. Don't know how I made it. Never would have made it without you. Woo! You don't know how you made it, but you made it. You, you're singing to yourself, somehow I made it. Somehow I made it. Do it all. God brought me through. Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name, bless your name, bless your name. You didn't have to do it, but you did. We bless your name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. Mm. Jesus. Jesus. You don't mind if I just call his name. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Woo! I feel his presence. I know I don't have much time, but in the time allotted to me, I, I feel his anointing. I feel his anointing in the room. I feel the anointing in the room.
So God, we bless your name. We ask that you take control as you already have. Thank you for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, and for what our hearts are feeling. Have your way. Have your way. And we'll give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' majestic name I pray. Amen. I want to just, I'm going to lift up this passage for just a moment here in uh, Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 and uh, verse 3 will set us up enough and I'll read the rest during the sermon. Verse 3 from the Amplified Version. This is Knox's favorite scriptures. There appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were distributed among them, and they rested on each one of them as each person received the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to talk for the next few moments once again about when the fire fell when the fire fell. I don't have a lot of time, so let me jump into the middle of the flame. It's interesting to me that the body of Christ, in some cases, have not taken the falling of the fire of the Holy Ghost seriously enough. And we've not spent enough time wrestling with the issues of Pentecost. Rarely do you hear people talk to the birthday of the church being Pentecost unless it's on Pentecost Sunday. Most people don't recognize that the church is born at that moment, at that seminal event. God births the church and in effect births what we now call Christianity. We, we lose the fact that the early church was a church on fire. That they were so moved by the power of God that folk didn't know whether to praise them or laugh at them. The anointing was so heavy on their lives, people were fascinated by their gifting but they were bemused by their emotions. Their emotiveness confused them because there was something on them that others couldn't see and something in them that others couldn't lay claim to and something about them that even they struggled to explain completely. Because when God touches you, you're not the same as you were before. Something happened and something happened in the upper room that shifted the lives of these people. So much so they could not be who and what they were prior 
to the touch of the holy. I want to tell you this. When the fire falls, none of us are the same. Let me give you an example. Years ago, and I still bear the mark now, are you close enough to me, you would see there's light and dark skin here on my arm, and you can see the little patch holes where the hair follicles are there, but there's no hair. I, I scalded myself. I've told you this many times. I promise you when the heat fell on my hand, it did not stay in the place it was when it first hit. I wish y'all helped me here. So you have to realize when fire falls on you, there's no way you can be where you were when it first hit you. Something has to change your location, your motivation, what moves you in the world changes because of the fire. That falls. I, I, I thought I would. Uh, I don't have a lot of time, so I've got. I'm gonna take about ten minutes to teach my lesson, and I promise you, I ain't done. <laughs> Quickly, three things I want to offer today, in the midst of this return to the sanctuary, uh, from when the fire fell, I want to offer three things, and the first of which is that the fire when it fell. It cleansed their tongue. It cleansed their tongue. I, I, and let's make it plural, their tongues. It cleansed, uh, the cleansed tongue is a metaphor for a changed and purified heart. So the text says that we read that, that, that something resembling fire it does not say that, that the same fire that's in your fireplace or on your gas stove was burning on top of them. They said something resembling fire and its power distributed among them and each individual had an experience of a baptism of fire. Now, now it's, it's interesting that the fire of God came upon their heads and upon their mouths because it represented a change in their lives. Uh, let me see if I can work this. You have to realize that, 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 that fire has a way of doing some stuff that other folk can't do. So you, other things can't do. Before Isaiah could enter into the next phase of, of ministry, his lips had to be purified and cleansed with a burning coal from the altar. Let me do it again. Before Isaiah entered into the next phase of ministry, his lips, the lips had to be purified, cleansed with a burning coal from the altar. What are you saying, Reverend? If you read Isaiah 6 and 6, it says, Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from the altar with the tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Listen carefully, this has touched 
your lips, your wickedness, your sin, your injustice, your wrongdoing is taken away and your sin atoned for and forgiven. Let me help you here. The reason why the fire needed to touch their tongue is that they could be purified. And fire purges and it purifies. I can tell folk whether or not they have the Holy Ghost. Now, I do believe the Holy Ghost, one of the evidences of having the Holy Ghost is the speaking in tongues. But I also believe that I can tell folk have the Holy Ghost or not by what they do with the tongue they have. Because there's no sense in you speaking in an unknown tongue and you cussing me out in your native tongue. Oh, I feel like preaching it here today. Fire purges, it purifies. There ought to be something different about a tongue-talking, Bible-believing believer than anybody else because fire ought to sanctify you. Uh, there, there gotta be something different. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you now, it's a struggle not to speak the way everybody else speaks when they get emotional. It's a struggle not to respond aggressively the way everybody else does when they get upset. It's a struggle to hold your peace when you feel like being mad. It's a struggle not to say everything you think. It's a struggle not to give a piece of your mind. But since you're not working on all of your mind anyway, don't give away the peace that's working. I feel like preaching, y'all. Fire purges. It purifies. But, but, but then, I, and I only got a couple more minutes, so I got to rush. It, it changed their talk. It didn't just change their tongue. It didn't just purify their tongue. It changed their talk. They spoke in a language other than their own native tongue. Now, this is important that we get this lesson out today. So if you go back again to the Amplified Version, look down at verse 4. Verse 4 says, And they were all filled, that is, diffused throughout their being, with the Holy Spirit. So, so wait a minute. What you say, Reverend? Uh, uh, let me back up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put a pen up in it. This is good right here. Because they didn't just sanctify their tongue, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on, come on back to church. I know some of y'all left already. They, they, it diffused throughout their body because they weren't just sanctified at the head. Everything got purged and cleansed. And See, some of y'all, y'all want to have that one hand that's strong so you can knock somebody out. You don't want everything to be strong. You've decided the parts that are going to be saved. 
Let me do it again. You are the decide the parts that are saved for God and the ones that are saved for you. I'm trying to be nice. Listen, listen, listen. But watch what it says. It diffused throughout their whole being. And then, then it says, with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in other tongues. And the Amplified Version helps us and says, different languages, as the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak clearly and appropriately. Let me, let me give it this way. The tongues spoken were languages and God gave them the authentic dialect to convey the good news of Jesus Christ. It was languages. They, they were speaking <coughs> in languages and God gave them authentic dialect. Let me, let me do it again. And so somebody who never studied Italian was speaking in perfect Italian dialect. Somebody who never studied French was speaking perfect French. Somebody, I'm just trying to make a point here, who never studied German was speaking perfect German. Somebody who never been to mainland China could speak in Mandarin. You ain't got me yet. Somebody never been to Brazil could speak Portuguese. Somebody who never been to South America could speak Spanish. Somebody who never been to Jamaica, man, could speak in the tongue and speak a little patois. Look, look, look. Look at this. Somebody who doesn't know anything about Haiti could speak French Creole. They were speaking in languages and they knew the dialect. Wait a minute. Every believer, I'm about to preach up in here today. Every believer, not some of us, but every believer needs to be able to share the gospel in a dialect appropriate to the audience. Every believer. Preach it here, watch you working it today. Let, let me, let me, oh, I feel like going. They were speaking to groups and individuals sharing their experience and the good news. Let me, let me do it again. They were speaking to groups and individuals. Remember now, 5,000 would get saved. They, they stand out through the crowd, 120 of them, and they were talking to a group over here and talking to an individual over there. Just like they're networking almost. Get a group of you over here. And they, they, they walked over here to the Parthenians and started talking to them. And to, somebody walked over to the Needs group and started talking to them. Over to the Elamites and started talking to them. Over over to the people of Mesopotamia and started talking to them. Over to those from Judea and from Cappadocia and from Pontus and from Asia Minor. They began to speak to them, to the Egyptians and the Libyans and the Syrians and speak in their tongue. You, you got to get some here. God wants believers to be able to share the good news with everybody. Now, now you, you got to understand something. I'll come back because this last point is going to help me 
clear out one more issue because something else happened. Not only were their tongues cleansed, uh, not only were they able to have a change in their talk, but finally they corrected their truth. <clears throat> they proclaimed the charismatic connection to the Hebrew scriptures. Now I got to work on this one right here for just a minute. I, I, give me, give me, a, give me a minute. I got to, I got to, I got to, got to, got to go here. Listen. As a theological term, the charismata, the supernatural grace, is the endowment of the extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit. So that on that day, the power of the Holy Spirit infused itself into the human forms of those individuals who were in the upper room. And on that day, they were able to operate in a charismatic gift. And the first of the charismatic gifts that they could operate in was that was speaking in tongues. And the tongue that they spoke in were the languages to affect giving the word of God to other people. Y'all stay with me. I'm about to close this out. I know I got to get out of here. But understand something. Something must have happened when they were speaking in tongues. Because if you read up a little earlier, verse 12 says, they were beside themselves with amazement and were perplexed, saying one to another, what does this mean? Because each individual heard perfectly in their own dialect. And they recognized that these were not learned logicians. These were not learned grammarians. They had no reason to know this. And so they, they were astonished. But there was something else going on. There must have been something about the way they moved that caught folks' attention. Verse 13 said, But others were laughing and joking and ridiculing them, saying they're full of sweet wine and drink. Let me close with this. Let me tell you something. Don't you be afraid for folk to laugh at you when you have the anointing on your life. They may not understand what God is doing in you because you might be a little more expressive of your faith than they are. You might be a little more emotive than they are. You might wave your hand when you're talking and they don't. You might holler one time and they don't holler and a tear may just fall down your face. But you've got to let them know that you've got a charismatic gift on the inside. It's a spiritual, supernatural gift, and it's a gift of grace. You didn't do anything to merit it, but the God you served gave it to you, and the God you serve has laid his hand upon your head, and every now and then you can feel the fire burning every now and then you feel 
anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the anointing that makes a difference. I got good news for you. Tell them to laugh at me now. You can laugh now, but I'll be shouting later. You can laugh now, but I'll be dancing later. You can laugh now, but I got power that you don't have. I got power, power, power. Do me a favor. If you know you're not special, but you know you've been specially touched, you ought to be able to praise God because he touched you. You didn't need a degree. You didn't need to be high-minded. You didn't have to be wealthy. You didn't have to be middle class, upper class, or lower class, but he touched you with a finger of his love. And if the Lord touched you, won't you just give him a praise? I gotta go, but I feel the anointing. And I feel the fire. I feel the fire. Uh, I feel the fire. And I, I'm going I'm to do this. I just want to tell it burn, baby, burn, burn, baby, burn, 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 baby, 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 burn. If you can't feel it moving, if you can't feel it, it's not the Holy Spirit is you and I need you to get the fire every head bowed every eye closed when the fire fell they were operating in a charismatic gift and Peter says to them wait a minute y'all these are not drunk as it's only nine in the morning. They ain't drunk. But this is the beginning of prophecy being manifested in our midst. This is the beginning of prophetic manifestation. It's not the end, it's the beginning. And I believe we are ready for a fresh start and prophetic manifestation in our midst. Fresh start, the beginning of manifestation. It's not done, it's the beginning. Divinely prompted, it's the beginning. God is getting ready to do a new thing. And Lord, let your new thing, let the shift 
that you have. Let the fire that you're falling. Don't let it miss me. Even me, Lord. Even me, Lord. I want mine. 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 I need to carry to my house. I want mine. I need to carry to my job. I want mine. I need to carry to my school. I want mine. I need to carry while I'm driving. I want mine. I need to carry it to the hospital. I want mine. I need to carry it to the courthouse. Whether you're here or online, I extend an invitation. You don't have to wait till we come, you get the chance to come in person to join us. And if you're here and you came in today and you don't have fellowship with the church, I want to welcome you to the family. You can come today, give your hand to the minister, your heart to God, but I also want to welcome you online. You can join us right now. I want you to go ahead and to call us or to write us, email us, as we're looking forward to being in fellowship with you. This is the hour of manifestation. And I believe that the charismatic movement of gifting is about to explode. I believe that as we come out of this pandemic that we're not coming out the same but there's going to be a fresh anointing fresh oil fresh fire into the house and I'll show it to you I'll show it to you I believe it it's our season it's our season it's our season it's our season. God bless you. Please, brothers and sisters, um, I know those of you in the sanctuary, those of you at home, want to invite you to give. Give us unto the Lord. Cash app, GiveLify, uh, or mail. Uh, if you're here and you desire to give, you can give on the way out. Just drop it in one of the baskets outside. You, we're not walking around. Uh, I'm going to ask you to be governed by the ushers. They're going to help let you leave sanctuary. I'm going to remind you, we don't know who's vaccinated. We haven't asked. So we want you to take care of yourself. You can blow kisses at each other. But, but no, don't just run up and start pre-pandemic hugging, all right? Don't be standoffish either because still need you to love on each other. Amen. Because I miss seeing all of your beautiful faces.